You're listening to Moms No Expert Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be going on a journey together and learn how to be the best moms we can be. I'm your host, Irmari. Hola, hola. Hi, guys. Welcome to another week's episode of Moms No Expert Podcast. And this week, we have another gentleman. And his name is Robert from My Son and I Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Yes, I'm excited. I'm I'm I I was wishing your son was just making a cameo, like hey, because <laughs> I like him on his on his episodes. He's so cute. Thank you. Yeah, he's yeah. he he he's something, man. I I tell you that, man. God, kids, man. Who knew parenting? <laughs> kids, man. I I know. <laughs> well, we have um our segment. Our first segment is normally, Mom, I have a question. But since you're here, we're gonna do Dad. I have a question, mm-hmm. and the question of the week is. <laughs> Do you see yourself in your youngest uh, in your son, and if it's a good or a bad thing? Uh, do I see myself in my son? Um, kind of, sorta, because like my son, he is like nothing like me at all. Like me growing up, me I was adventurous. I was on my own. My mom, you know, she worked two jobs, so she really wasn't around. So I had like free range to do anything and everything I want. And, you know, like I had my own imaginary friends, you know, some of my friends in my neighborhood. So I really didn't like need, you know, that, uh, let me see, that, 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 that parenting, I, well, I do need a parenting guy, but I didn't really need a lot of things. But my son, you know, he sometimes, he, attention, that's what I meant. Like he seeks attention a lot. And, you know, I would tell him, like, you know, I, I give you all my time and energy. Like, what more do you want? I'd like, I would like, you like a. <laughs> Here you go, right here. Say hi, real fast. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes. Um, but yes. In certain ways and aspects, I do see my, you know, stuff in him because you know he's energetic like I was growing up. But in some cases, like I said, I never really sought attention. You know, like he does. Like he sometimes he craves it, and I'm like, yeah. I give you all the time in the world or whatever and sometimes it's just never enough and you know with kids that's how it be and they don't grasp the concept of time and parents work and they need their time you know to themselves and stuff like that it's like hey i'm going to do my thing now when i finish doing my thing we're going to do something i'm like dude i, I leave you alone have fun <laughs> you know like i want you to enjoy your time but yeah but when he's bored Oh, he makes it known. Like he makes it known yeah. throughout the whole house. Everybody got to feel his mood and stuff. So, but yeah. <laughs> is it is he the only child? The only child. The only child. Because that's my daughter is also, and she's the same way. And like, if if I don't say something to her, like this, when I got here from work, I was talking to my mom. I live with my mom, and we were like scheduling Friday because she had my mom has some medical stuff, and my daughter's like, "Mom," and I was like, "Wait, hold on, like let me finish, you know, this conversation." And she was like, "You don't love me." I'm like. <laughs> What? What did I go from? What happened? Where did we go from like A to B? Like, stop. So yeah, like I, my daughter's the same way. She's like, um, I need all your attention right now. I'm like, okay, well, hold on. Right, <laughs> right. I need to be in a door for a second. <laughs> so funny. This episode is sponsored by Queens Infusion. Shop Queens Infusion on Etsy and get 20% off with the code MOMSNOEXPERT25. Once again, that code is MOMSNOEXPERT25. Well, for our Mom, I Felt Bad, our quote of the week today, 
it is, every father should remember that one day your son will follow his example instead of his advice. And this is by Charles F. Kittering. I always mess up names, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but how do you see so I recently had um a, somebody on the podca- on the podcast and I asked her a question similar like you know how do you feel about you being the example for your daughter so how do you feel about this quote and how do you feel about that like that your son will follow what you do and not what you say um it's to me it's it's scary sometimes because you know you you try to teach your kids any and everything possible that you learn. And I'm talking about like the good things. And sometimes, you know, a little bad characteristics that you might have, but you try to teach them much as you can in a short period of time, because people always think like, oh, 18 years is a long time. I guarantee you, you probably remember your child being born. And how old is your daughter? My own, uh, she's nine. She's nine. That fast. And you be yeah. like, hold on, what have you taught her in those nine years that, you know, you're trying to recollect or you're trying to go back, like, hold on, did I teach them this? Did I teach them good things or bad things? And it's going to be a point in time to where certain stuff is just going to be engraved and, you know, it can't be removed or whatever. And you try to like, you know what, you, you do this bad or whatever. Let me try to like fix it and fix it. And nine years of installment sometimes it could just be that it could be permanent or hopefully, you know, when they grow up, they have like a better understanding. And to me, it's scary because I try my best to like teach him much as I can. But I know once he grows up, it's just like, hey, you're an adult now. You got to make those choices on your own and stuff. And you always have parents to be like, well, I never taught you like that. Or you wasn't raised that way. Yes, that's true in effect and in a sense, but you got to also look at it. They're an adult now. Like my mom, like I said, worked two jobs. She did the best that she could. My dad, he was around much as he probably could and stuff like that. And I could have used that to my own life or like, hey, well, I didn't have my mom and my dad around and I turned out like this. But you got to be accountable for your own actions at one point in time in life. And I just hope and pray sometimes that the things that I do install and the things I tell them, he could actually not only like listen, but actually like I said, lead by example. Like, okay, well, my dad did tell me this, but his action outshine his words. Like he mm-hmm. told me that he loved me, but he showed me that he loved me. So now I can show somebody that, you know, what love is, except for this them. Because again, you know, you might have loved ones to always say, like, you know, your word is your bond. So like, yeah, yeah, I love you, I love you, but to me, like, do you really love me? Because if you really love me, you know, you 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 will hold me Show and give me, me yeah. yeah, yeah, give me a hug or whatever. And that that means much more. So I always tell my son that, you know, believe 80% of my actions and 20% of my words. And you know, and I'm like, because I'm a man of action. So I'm like, hey, when he always asks me, like, you want to go outside throw the ball? I'm like, all right, give me five minutes. And then that five minutes become 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and next thing you know, it'd be a whole nother day. And if I keep saying that what is my word to him? It ain't, you know, it ain't nothing. Yeah. So when I start doing stuff by action or whatever, I'm like, ah, right, you know, I got you. I got you. So even if I say, give me five or 10 minutes, he won't be as mad. He'd be like, ah, right, you know what? You know, you didn't play catch with me for like three days straight. Uh, right, you could take one day off that. So yeah, it, it, mean, it means a lot sometimes, you know, when, you know, like I said, like you saying stuff and that actually showing, and it also is a scary thing as well, because you just never know what your child might, be or grow up to be you got a idea you got a vision in your own head but 
when it turned out totally different, like, well, what did I go wrong as a parent or what happened, mm -hmm. you know, or they might exceed your ever, I mean, they might exceed your expectations. They'd be like, hold on, I never taught you this, like, you know, so yeah. it, 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 it's, 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 it's like a void of unknown. And, you know, it's, it's scary because some people might have a destiny, like, you know, you're destined to do this, 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 this. And when they grow up to be totally opposite or su surpass that or whatever, he's like, whoa, 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 hold up. So again, it's, it's to me, just scary. Yeah. No, it's funny because when I hear you talking about it. And so growing up, my mom was like, she had a bunch of jobs, you know, trying to take it. She was a single mom. And now me as a mom, she's always, she's here, you know, she helps me a lot. And she's like, you're such a great mom. Like, how did you learn that? Like you, like you're so different from me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you <laughs> were my example. I saw you be a mom. Like, yeah, you work and, and I work all the time, but I'm like, I saw you do anything you need to do for me. So that's the same thing. So it's funny because right. you don't think of like, I didn't, I don't think about it until people say it like, Oh yeah, right. this is, she was my example. She probably wasn't able to tell me with words, like I love you or this or that. But she was right. there and she showed me that she cared about me. So that's what I try to right. do every day with my daughter. <laughs> right. And, and sometimes that's all it takes, you know, for you know certain kids, just, you know, time. Like, you know, you spend time with your kids or whatever. That five minutes can mean everything to them or whatever. Or just taking a moment to, like, listen to what they have to say can mean, you know, a lot. Or like you said, you know, you might saw your mom work a lot to where she might feel like she might fail as a parent. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> you'll pop back <laughs> but um i forgot what i was saying but again you know like you said you know lee you know lee by example and stuff and to to her she might you know feel like you know she might not spend enough time with you or you know work a lot or you know whatever but you know luckily you took that into a positive thing to do to where you knew when you grew up to have a kid or kids that which you, you know what you wanted to be it's like oh well my mom i saw my mom do this or whatever without any hiccups so i know i could do it as well and stuff like that so again sometimes it's it's the it's the the viewer you know like when you put a movie out it's the audience to interpret what certain things mean and is and stuff like that and sometimes like i say i might put it out as like hey this is what i want my movie to be but you interpret it a totally different way. So good thing that, you know, it worked in your your mom's favor and your favor as well. So I commend you. Yeah. I mean, you always have to take, I, I try to always take the good in every situation. Um, sometimes it doesn't work, but right. most of the time it does where like, I'm like, you know what? It wasn't great. A lot of stuff, you know, bad things happen, but I had a great, you know, foundation. So right, right. I try to, you know, to do that. <laughs> yeah, like, like I say, like parenting, parenting is hard and even as a kid i know every kid say that like they can't wait to grow up and stuff like that and you know it's we all said it and done it because yeah, we, we probably could we, could we thinking like being an adult is so much fun and you know you don't got no rules and regulations and don't know like <laughs> it's, it's hey you know that, that's why all yeah that's why all adults want to be a kid and all kids want to be adults because i'm like yeah I would love to just sit around and chill for free. Exactly. <laughs> not, not pay nothing, no responsibility. <laughs> just wake up. My only job is to wake up. Wake up, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, like dad and mom, so you had it good. everything laid out and all that stuff. So yeah, it can be a lot. If you want to support Moms No Expert podcast, simply go to buy me a coffee slash Moms No Expert. Donate one, three, or $5. You can also become a member with just $5 a month and we'll meet monthly. 
Also, you'll get a shout out here on the podcast and on Instagram. So, so now we're going to go into Mom's at Water of the Week. And this is the interview portion. So I'm just going to, you know, go ahead and talk to you and, and get to know you a little bit better. But the first thing that I want to know is what made you have a podcast with your son? With your son? Because I want to do that with my daughter and I have a couple episodes with my daughter, but it just, I'm like, I can't. Oh. <laughs> I cannot do it oh. all the time. Um, it's so, well, I wanted to, you know, let people have like a more... Uh, deeper understanding of me and his bond together and some of our like conversation that we have that our vlogs don't show. Like, you know, we, when we vlog, we're just showing whatever activity or adventure that we're doing or whatever, but it's not really showing the conversations that we have, like, you know, a bunch of fun times and fun moments and we might crack a few jokes, but it's not to where, you know, the, the sit down conversation that we have sometime on the couch or the question that he asked me or the response that I give him and stuff like that. So I just want sometimes people just to get an understanding of the mind of an eight year old. And what you said, it is hard because he's an eight year old. So he interpret a lot of stuff differently. Then he's tried to explain stuff or whatever. Sometimes with a podcast, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, come on, come on, son. You know, or he's he trying to, you know, he's trying to read stuff and get his thoughts together. So it's, it is, it is hard, you know, with even with me and him, because when he when he wants to tell you something, instead of just saying like, hey, you know, I got this ball and I gave it to my friend, he got to go through the whole thing. Like, well, I got this ball. Then I just looked at the ball. Then I saw it was like a different color. But then I got it for Christmas, but not this Christmas. Like a couple of Christmas later. Oh, you know what? No, not a couple of Christmas later, maybe this Christmas. So he got to go through the whole alphabet. And, you know, I'm just looking at him like, baby, let's get to the point. And I, but I don't want to cut him off, you know. So then, yeah. again, it's just, you know, rinse and repeat. Like, we, like, we, like we'll sit, yeah, we'll sit down and talk. And I'm like, hey, you know, when you when I ask you these questions sometimes, you know, can you just shorten it on up a little bit? Because I want you to be you. I want you to be you, but with a little bit of like guidance, a little bit and stuff like that. So it it, it can be hard, but it's fun though, because like I said, again, he's learning to be you know more confident, you know, like talking in front of the camera, which he loves being in front of the camera anyway. But he's engaging with the back and forth. So it's a lot of skills that it just helped me and him in just the the long run and stuff like that. So it just roughly just to answer your question, just to have a better uh, give people a better um background to just our relationship as a father and a son and as our journey of fatherhood and childhood and so people could see like oh you know y'all talk about this or y'all go through the same thing how would you respond to this and how do you respond to that because each parent you could give them all 10 questions and you get 10 different answers from them or whatever so again it was just something that i just thought about doing and you know i chicken out like last year like a whole year no. went past I'm, like, I'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it then this year like you know what i'm gonna be a man of my word because he wants because he wants to do it too so i'm like you know what let's go man let's 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 try it on out and it's been it's been wonderful like the feedback's been great the guests that we have on you know ranges from different ethnicities um ethnicities and um like you know people people backgrounds are different or whatever like parenting you know you got maybe say, um like one of my guests is coming on now um he he's uh he's a foster care like he he was raised up in the foster care and his husband 
you know, was, uh, I forgot his background with his husband, but he started his own foster care um, um, pro- platform and program and stuff like that to where he helped kids out. And he wound up adopting, uh, he's, a, he's a white male, he wound up adopting uh, four, four black kids. And he was like, that's a whole challenge in fatherhood for himself. So I'm like, so you know, you had different things that 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 goes into it or whatever. But yes, so just want to show people again, man, like the our our relationship outside of just vlogging. And and that's nice because the fact that he wanted to do it, he kind of pushed you a little bit because you probably were like, yeah, we'll do it. And then he's like, no, we need to do it. <laughs> that's good. I like that. I. I wish I think my daughter once she goes through process she's like I want to go and do the podcast and when she wants to do it I'm like okay let's record but sometimes she's like ah oh, whatever because she's in her like right. I want to just be a girl and dance or whatever so I'm like okay do your thing I'm like let me know when you want to do it and then we'll go <laughs> we'll hit the mic right. that's good I like that and, and that's that's so, good that you, that's I'm about to say that's good go ahead oh uh, so well that's good that you do that because the same thing with my son I always people always ask me like. Why do I do so much? I said, well, I don't do a lot of stuff with my son. I pick and choose. And I'm like, when when it's something that's very serious with him, I I, I invest in it. Because, you know, kids, they're, they're curious. So they they want to do 10 different things, different time, different weeks. And you're investing money and time and energy. And just for Tuesday, you want to do this. Then, then Wednesday, you want to do something else. I'm like, well, what happened to this? Like, you know, so so when I know that he's really serious about something, he shows me. I'm like, okay, yeah, let, we, we, we could do this. Because he asked me all the time, like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm like, how serious are you? Uh, I'll come back. To, I, 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 I'll come back to you on that, Dad. I, all right. <laughs> you know, but yeah. when I know that he's yeah. really serious. I'm like, because he'll, he'll bug you to death. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Come, come look at this. Look at these YouTube videos. Look at this, man. Yeah. I know these people' names. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's something that I need to, you know, put some put some stock behind. So yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, my daughter, she's into violin right now. So she's, I said, are you sure? Because after I pay this tuition, you gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> so are you doing this? She's like, yes, mom, I want to do it. And she did it, and it was great. She did get a little bit of like anxiety, like performing, but that was the same way. She was like. Uh, she she wants to do everything like I want to dance and I'm like okay do you really want to dance do you, is this serious what is going on <laughs> so right. I go through the same stuff over here so how was yeah. how's your life changed since you became a father because like I know for me as a mom it's changed like I I never thought I could do this so how have you changed as a person <laughs> since you became a father um well, I, I always tell people, you know, like when my son was born, you know, he he gave me like a purpose in life. He gave me, you know, like actually goals in life too. And yeah, he gave me purpose and goals, but you know, he he also gave me, you know, me not being selfish. Cause you know, I'm, I'm I got a big heart. You know, I give to people, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm about myself. And it took for my son to be born for me to have, you know. Um, to to not only be dependable, be a, be, but be accountable for somebody else other than myself and stuff. So when he's born, I'm like, oh, I have to take care of this human being. Like he 110% is dependent on my actions, you know, my my word, my, you know, my financial uh my financial um ability to provide for him and stuff like that. And it had changed me for the better because again, like I wasn't very open with conversating with people. Now you can't get me to stop talking. 
<laughs> you know, like <laughs> like me and my me and he, even though he's eight years old, sometimes me and my son just be sitting down for like two three hours just talking, you know, about whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would and I be into it too, man. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I be trying to pick his brain and question his actions and stuff like that. Try to understand the mind of an eight year old and you know why would you want to do something like that? What would make you you know think about that? will make you want to even, you know, go down that route so I could have a better understanding of when I try to discipline him or, you know, or even talk to him. Like, cause I don't really chastise my son. I don't believe in the beatings or nothing like that. Like I said, a lot of my, a lot of my uh, conversations with him are conversations and also a lot of my punishments are conversation with him. So like, you know what, I know you could do better. Uh, you know, I, I see the the potential in you and stuff like that. And this is the way that you can go and understand, like I said, because sometimes, you know, as an adult, you can only think about on an adult level, but you was a kid at one point in time. And as a kid, yeah. <laughs> what, what made you just run out, you know, and, and cross the street or whatever? As an adult, you're going crazy. Like, my gosh, you know, look both ways or whatever, you know, I'm like. Now, yeah. as a kid, like this, one go out there and play. They're not, they're not being aware of the surrounding and stuff like that. Or you walking up to a stranger just saying hi. Like, I know you're friendly, but in adult eyes, yeah, I don't know that dude. I don't know that person. Like, he looked creepy. <laughs> so, you know, so it just, it just be, it just be a lot. But like I say, he just gave me a purpose of, you know, somebody that I have to, you know, discipline you know, be accountable for and stuff like that. And I always tell them, thank you, man, because without you, I just be a gypsy, just floating through life. I never had no goals in life. I never, you know, really wanted to, uh, you know, be a millionaire and do these things. And, you know, I'm just like, I'm a worker. Whatever job I have, I'm a clock in and clock out and go home or whatever. But since he's been born, man, like everything's changed dramatically and stuff. And I'm like, I just thank him. I thank him all the time. I'm like, I really appreciate you, man. Like you just do not know how much I appreciate you implanting in my life or whatever. Cause like some of his goals are my goals now. I'm like, whatever you want to do, I want to do. You want to be a Aww, soccer player? We, yeah. We out there being a soccer player and I'm not actually just like kicking the ball with him. I'm actually learning the moves and I'm learning how to make the ball go certain ways. And, you know, I'm really investing time into his craft or whatever. And also, like I say, he helped me out and molded me and stuff. So, and you know, it's been wonderful. It's been a wonderful journey. So again, you know, he's eight years old, about to be nine. So, you know, we'll see how his ninth, you know, ninth year um, comes and how our relationship even grow even more. I love the nine. Like, I think I always tell my daughter, I'm like, I like your age right now. She's like, not, she just turned nine. And I love it because she knows how to express herself. She's very open and her so me and her dad are not together but i'm super close to both him and his wife and his her stepmom is like she's always so like expressive and like she tells you what she feels i'm like yeah you you will know how she feels about you (laughs) and i love that but i love about i love that about this age because she's like mom i need this i want this do you think i could do this i'm like okay great let's so i'm able to have conversations where before i'm like all right, I can't talk to you. <laughs> you don't right. understand what I'm saying. <laughs> right. And that's, that's good so that you that's good that you had that that great co parenting and stuff because the same thing with him. Um me and his mom, you know, we're not together, but we live in the same house. Like we live in the same house, we share different rooms and stuff like that. It's like, you know, co parenting but roommates. And you yeah. know, our rules our rules is like don't bring the outside inside. Like this is our happy yeah. place or whatever. And if whoever you talk to can't deal with it, then 
hey, I know it's a I know it's a crazy situation or whatever, but you know, it just works it works for us. And he and it's just been awesome. Like, you know, he it's crazy the way he said, like, I'm about to go to my dad's room and people are like, What? <laughs> <laughs> your dad room. You your, dad? <laughs> like, your mom room, like, don't they got a room together? Like, nah. <laughs> you know. But again, it just been healthy, you know, for us the way he just see both parents. Like we don't argue, we don't fuss, we don't fight around him. So I was telling somebody yesterday that it probably be a whole shock to him when he gets around somebody like that. Like, what is going on here? Like, I'm not, I'm not used to this confrontation. Like, two parents are arguing and fussing and stuff. Like, it, it probably really would mess him up because mm-hmm. we got this thing called the table, and we bring everything to it. Like every Sunday, we'll get together because, like, our weeks are kind of crazy to where you know we might see each other in passing or we might talk to each other a little bit, but on the weekend, that's when we really have time, just like sit down and relax or whatever so the Sundays we just sit down and talk like how was your week what was going on you know she tell me what's going on with her and you know vice versa anything we got going on and we just listen to each other and try to understand where they're coming from so you know the great that like you said y'all have that great relationship you had a great relationship with your your child's um, father and his wife and stuff because when the two go back and forth it could it could be crazy and it can't affect the child yeah, no, it's great. I think, honestly, I think society has this whole thing like, oh, if you're not together, you should never. And I'm like, no. And I told my daughter all the time, like, just because your daughter not together, that doesn't mean he's my best friend. Like, we text all the time. And she gets so annoyed sometimes because he would text me something. And I'm like, so Danny, and she's like, Bobby told you. I was like, what are you thinking? Like, you don't think I'm going to know? So it's just what? funny. And I, I love it. She's like, oh. I hate that you right. guys are friends. And he like come, <laughs> like he came for her recital, and they all stayed at the house. She's like, "There's too many people in this house." So I was like, "What? Right. We're all friends." She, you know, so she loves it, but she's so used to like that. She's used to the two separate households. So when we're all together, she's like, "This is awkward. What right. is going on?" And I'm like, "We are just, you know, co-parenting." So I, I always commend modern family for everybody. Like I think. Mm-hmm. Society needs to change their mind about this. Like, I think family should be whatever makes the family healthy and happy and for the child. That's it. Right. Because a lot of people always say that, well, I I can't do this and I can't do that. I said, because you're thinking about self. You know, that's all you're thinking about. Like, you know, not in the best interest of everybody and stuff like that. And, you know, sometimes you can't be right or whatever. But when you you need to, like, search stuff, you just need to, like, put to the side. Like, if we was going together... And we broke apart. I want the best for you. Like, I want you to be happy. Like, because you wasn't happy with me. <laughs> so I want you to be happy yeah, with whoever exactly, and stuff yeah. like that. Long as it doesn't affect our child. And if it does, we can have a, a, a civil conversation and moving forward and stuff like that. I'm all with it, but I just not with the drama. Like, I, when yeah. I, when, when, it, when it comes to me, I, you could tell I clock out because you can see it all in my face. Yeah, it's like, like, they're like, wah, wah, wah. I'm like, all right, come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come back to where you calm down or whatever and stuff like that. And it's just been, like I said, it's just been, it's been peaceful. And we've been living together for eight years now, you know. So it's just been working out, you know, just great. It wasn't supposed to be this long, but, you know, it's been working <laughs> it out. It and it works, yeah. Right. So now, like, we're about to make some changes. So we got to, you know, sit down and talk to our son about a few things that's coming on up or whatever. But, you know, just hoping that it goes smoothly with that transition as well. Yeah, it's always it's it's always hard at the beginning, but trust me, they understand. They're very they're very spongy. I call my daughter. She's a sponge. She's oh, yeah. great. 
So I have a question. I was talking about, you know, like relationships and stuff. So I am a bit advocate for mental health. I have a lot of mental health yeah. problems <laughs> and I go to therapy and all that stuff. And I'm very open with my daughter about it. But how do you keep like a good mental health and like, how do you keep a level health, level head, you know, when it comes to that? And how do you help your son? You know, because I know, like I said, I'm very open with my daughter with my mental health. So she needs help. So how do you do that? Right. Um, well, it ain't without its, you know, its challenges, but something that you just <laughs> said is like you, you know, you you sought help. And sometimes it could be within a, you know, with with a family or a friend. But I tend to like stay away from them because they're mostly though, like you're ride or die. Like sometimes they really don't call you out on your BS. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, I'm about to go rob this bank. I bet. Like I'm trying to rob it with you. Like, so this is what we're gonna do. You know, you know, somebody <laughs> somebody <outside>. somebody <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I, I will pull up. We gonna do this, do this, but you know. But when you had that outside um bias, you know, personal, whatever, as far as counseling and stuff like that, you know, they could they could ask you those questions that your friend or family member won't ask, and you know, they could you know they could see stuff that you know somebody's really close to you that were born and raised with you don't see and stuff like that. And just just me as well. Like I'm in a bunch of uh, mental health groups. Um, I mean, a bunch of parenting groups, you know, like, like black men, like father groups and stuff like that. And certain stuff that they talk about relates to me and certain stuff don't. And I just be listening or whatever. So I just know if somebody do have an issue or a problem, I could like stir them in the right direction and stuff like that. But it has been tremendous because, you know, we were, like you said, like society got their own view on like what co-parents is supposed to be, what a single family, family uh, home should be. It's like they view what a woman or a man should be. And, you know, we was made to be a certain stuff and it just haven't transitioned into the, like, the, the years, that, um, the age that we're in now. And I'm like, you know, some men, you know, they want to vent, but they're scared to vent. You know, they got a lot of stuff bottled mm-hmm. on up. You know, they got a lot of trauma, you know, that's been going on with them since who knows when or whatever. But they're scared that if they seek any help or talk to somebody about it, they might deem them crazy or you weird or, you know, whatever and stuff like that. And it can be it can be challenging. And so with me, like I said, I just outsource to a lot of great communities and um, great people that I just um, I value their opinion knowing that it's not biased and stuff like that. And it has helped me transition that into, you know, fatherhood and stuff like that, because I can't, I can't teach somebody if I'm not willing to learn, you know? So Mm -hmm. if I'm always in my ways or whatever, and if I would just tell my son when he'd be writing his affirmations and I look at him or whatever, I'm like, well, you just spelled this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. How did you, okay. Okay. Give me a second. And I'm like, you just spelled this wrong, this wrong, and this wrong. Why? Because you saw the first, you spelled it wrong the first time. So all you did was just copy it and kept going down and down. That's ever taking your time actually reading it, checking it on out, and like, oh, you know what? I say, so if you're going to keep doing that, then it's always going to be wrong. So same thing with me. If I never fix something or whatever, then all, all I'm going to do is pass it on down to my son. My son's going to pass it on down to his kids, and it's never going to break break the wheel or whatever and stuff. So it's never going to break the wheel. So I try to do my best of like learning and hold myself accountable for my action or whatever. And having these open conversations with my son, you know, like, like when we talk, I'm like, don't feel like you can't talk to my in and everything. I'm not a judgmental person or whatever. Like I want to know what is going on with you. So I can 
help you out to be the best version that you can and stuff because mm-hmm. if you hold so much stuff in you know you'd be 20 years old like well i felt like this at 12 years old i'm like what <laughs> what yeah we, we yeah we, yeah we could have tackled this way back when <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you you, you bought this all up for like a whole 10 years now i'm like come on man so i'm like he's he's like that he'll tell me like certain stuff he's afraid to i'm like man never be afraid to talk to me because i'm not going to chastise you i'm not gonna be like why did you do this what's wrong with you i'm like talk to me man like let me hear you i'm like okay i can understand where you're coming from i right, well if you maybe do it like this or be more supportive towards them or whatever they have like a better understanding but yes mental health like i said it's it goes in so many different ways because sometimes you just never know that you need help venting or talking to or they don't know if you're depressed because depressed can range in so many ways to where i could be smiling every day every day like oh you're so happy and cheerful and not even know like my own self i'm depressed because i'm not trying to cope with something or i'm not trying to relieve something or talk to somebody and i see more men these days especially fathers um, you know, have counseling and have these groups and stuff the way they're, they're taught to and be more open and stuff like that. But I just want to get that stigma out there. It's like, if you seek counseling, you're crazy. I'm like, nah, man, you're, you're not. Because like I say, as a friend, I can only give you the best advice I could possibly give you. Sometimes that might not be the best. And mm-hmm. I never went through your situation and I can't relate. So how, who am I to be like telling you like you should do this and should do that when I'm not, you know, in the same um uh, having the same issues that you're having like you're going through a divorce i don't know nothing about that so so, so, yeah so 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 how can i give you the uh divorce um uh how can i say how can i give you uh, advice there you go sorry thank you Um, (laughs) divorce advice or whatever and when i never went through it you know so and you're trying to take it from me I'm like, man, get everything. Like, get everything. Like, take don't leave. Take it. Don't leave it with nothing. <laughs> don't leave it with nothing at all, or whatever. And not knowing y'all got a kid together, so the kid needs somewhere to sleep at. We'll deal with that later. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't worry about that today. <laughs> right, right, right. We're not talking about that. We're talking about what I, what I'm trying to get. So, exactly. But, yes, but mental health, like I said, like you had those communities that could help you out and seeking counseling and stuff. That it really goes a long ways in. The only good is your foundation. So if your foundation strong, you're strong. Where when something be put on your foundation, you can hold it on up. But when your foundation crumbling, then just imagine like you're going through something, and you know whether it be work related, family related, whatever. When you go through it, and your daughter comes in that house trying to talk to you, you're not gonna get her the best version of yourself and what she's used to. She's used to like, oh, mommy, this, and we're gonna have this, have that. It's like you're dismissive. You're not really trying to talk to her. And sometimes depression can last for a few days, a few weeks. Just imagine you neglecting your child for that long. How much that, how much your energy is put on her. And as an eight-year-old, she don't need to be dealing with that. She need to be dealling with fun. I want to be an eight-year-old. I want to play in the mud. I want to play with baby dolls. I want to do whatever. Like as an eight-year-old and not deal with the weight of an adult and adult um, adult issues. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree 100%. That's right, why, right. that's one of the reasons why I seeked help because I was like, I can't come home and like put this on her. It's not right. her fault. So, right. and now we are thriving out here. <laughs> there, you, there you go. There you go. And who, and who so, knew, man? <laughs> right? The, yeah. Who knew that me seeking help will help? I don't know. <laughs> 
So I have a question. So well, I don't have a question. I have a praise because I right. love the father and son like dynamic duo, and I love seeing black fathers like being excellent fathers. So congratulations! Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I'm trying. And, yeah, no, I love it. I, I honestly, I love it. So what? Why do you think that relationship is so important? Because I know, obviously, you know, I think both parents are important in the kid's life. But what do you think a father is so important? Um, same thing what I said to you about, you know, the foundation, because, you know, we, like kids, they look for, you know, parents as guidance, but also fathers. Cause you know, anytime that you talk to a child, they look at their dad as like a superhero, Mr. Invincible, the rock, like, you know, bullets are bounce off him. <laughs> like you can't, he can't yeah. be harmed, can't be harmed to touch. Like they look for us for protection and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and as a father, you try to do your best to be that guidance, you know, to be that road map and stuff like that. And it's important because you always got to look at like, Hey, um, certain kids that I was talking about, well, I was raised like this. So this is how I turned out. This is my environment. This is how I turned out. And I've seen so many um, kids that was in tough environments, but they had that that dad that was like, no, you're not going outside. You're not going on the block. You're not going to this. You're not going to have, you know, these type of friends or whatever that catapult them into another direction. And, 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 and as well as, you know, moms too, you know, so I'm speaking, trying to speak, you know, in both genders, like mom and dad, yeah. but you just had that, you just had that support of that goddess. And again, you know, when, when mom say something, she got to say it like five, six times. But normally, when dad say yeah. something, it's it, like, and, it, and that's what we're going through in our household. You know, <laughs> my son, mom, she was like, yo, I don't know why he always give me the butt, 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 or he got to just say something back. And, and it's like, he always got to, he always got to challenge me. And I'm like, well, if you do this and do that, she's like, I've been doing that. I've been, I said, man, you know what? You probably just need to just jack him up one time and scare him straight. And she's like, I didn't scare him straight one time. And he's like, he still be testing me. But when you say something, it's always, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sir, sir, this, sir, that. I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I guess it's the presence of me. And I don't, like I said, I don't chastise my son. Like, I talk to him a lot. He knows, like, certain facial expressions. He like ah right, I I got it I got it and he he he's called himself a superhero because he's a mind reader because he look at me like I know exactly what you're saying dad say that say that <laughs> say yes. I, I I I got you I got you so you know and, and we we're we're there to sometimes like like I say to be that parent to put the kids on a straight and narrow like I said just to guide them through their journey of, of manhood or even you know childhood is that as well and stuff because I know some some girl dads out there too that that idolize their dad, praise their dad. And, your, and the mom like, well, you've been with me all your life. <laughs> you're, you're, you yeah. might see your dad, you might see your dad on weekends and also you love him more. Like what's going on here? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and and, and, and it'd it be like friendly competition sometimes. But, um, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, it's some type of DNA that when kids are born, they just see their dad in a different light than they do their mom. Like they acknowledge their mom, they love him to death or whatever. But it's just like when a dad says something, it gets straight through to the core, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I believe that, that, you know, a foundation of a dad is very important to just, you know, help map and navigate a child through their, through their lives. No, I agree. I mean, yeah. my daughter, she loves her dad. Her, she, her dad can do no wrong. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, I am out here just doing the Lord's work. And your right, father right. gets to praise this. <laughs> but yeah, 
I just like to bother them because she's like, my father? And I'm like, what? Your father what? Tell me the story. And she just idolizes him so much. She's like, you know, because he was in the military. She's like, he was in the military and this. And I'm like, mm, I know the story. <laughs> she's like, but he's so great. I'm like, golly. Like, what about me? Right, right. I, great too. <laughs> I need, I need some of that. I need some of that. Like all that yeah, oozes. Like, give me some praises. Right. Oh, God, but nope. Right. My dad. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do do you have any like um, advice uh, for or like anything that you can teach us, right, to mm-hmm. overcome adversity? Because we're all going through transitions right now. You know, the panini happened pandemic happen and we're over here trying to overcome this right um i would say to overcome it you know you have to like embrace it because you know when you embrace it that's the only way that you'll learn and like they always say like you learn from your experiences you learn from your your flaws you know you learn from your mistakes in life and stuff like that and that's the same thing with adversity the only way that you can learn to overcome it is to embrace it and with us parents we hopefully try to give you know our kids the tools to overcome it but we only could give them what we actually has been has been uh has been dealt with in our lives like i can't tell you how to you know be a lawyer when i never had to have anything you know like i don't got a background in that but like certain stuff like for instance you know when i'm when i was growing up it was no technology you know, well, thanks to no technology. It wasn't like how it is yeah. now. And so, you know, but my thing that I always did was I stayed outside. Like the only time I really came inside was roughly on on Fridays, TGIF. Like when, when the shows came on, you would get me inside. Yeah, but you, you any of the time to drop my boat back, I'm outside all day. And I learned a lot. Like I learned how to like fix bikes and build stuff and have my imaginary friends or my friends in the neighborhood. And we all played to where now sometimes it's hard to even try to get a kid outside. Like they want to stay inside mm-hmm. so much because they, they got everything. You know, they want to be, you know, watch TV all day and the YouTubes and the, you know, the social media stuff or whatever. So with that, uh, I remember when we had our snow, uh, a bad snowstorm this year and it knocked out our power for like three days and you know my son was going crazy no 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 power no wi-fi or he was done <laughs> he, he was done and so he was like man how, how, how did, are you okay dad i'm like i'm like i'm just fine man like this does not bother me not one bit i'm okay or whatever so i had to try to tell him how to get over you know the boredness or the the loneliness or whatever and the things that you know we played and i showed how to make certain stuff when um when things like this happen, I taught him a few things of how to like how we made heat and mm-hmm. how do we you know we did stuff in the snow and you know we made like different things for like survivor skills and stuff. So you know again, like I said, some people they want to block adversity out or they want to be depressed, and I'm like I tell them just take on the challenge because that's the only way that you'll know how to overcome it when another issue might arise or whatever. And then what are you doing? You're learning, but you're also teaching the next person or the next generation. Like when that comes up, like, Hey, this is what I did. You can make it your own and you could even overcome even more. And it's not just sink on into it or whatever, because um, it could be, you know, a lot of stuff could be cool out here. I remember, mm-hmm. I remember one of my old bosses, he would, he will pass off a sarcastic gesture with a joke. 
And I always tell my son, and like this is one of my sayings I say to him all the time. I'm like, I don't entertain ignorance or stupidity. And you won't get no reaction out of me. And when my boss used to like say some say something true, but try to pass off as funny, I just gave him like the stale face. And he was like, Okay, and in mind, this is probably in a group, a group setting or whatever. So it just made it awkward because I'm like, well, I'm not like ha 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 he ain't with you. I'm not trying to like, you know, soften the blow or whatever. I'm like, no, it ain't funny. Like, I don't care about that or whatever. So now it makes him look kind of, you know, like I took the power away from him. Like he just sent attention now. He just sent attention for a different way. Like, oh my God. It's like, you know, so again, I just tell him like, that's how you overcome some of these things in life or whatever. You just don't entertain, like say certain stuff or whatever. And certain stuff, you just take on the challenge and you just get better at it. Like even with me, with this, this digital age stuff or whatever, like trying to understand our brand and try to navigate through certain stuff or whatever. People ask me how I get good at certain stuff. I'm like, well, I took on a challenge. Then I got my um, degree in YouTube University. So YouTube taught me so much stuff <laughs> for free, for free without Sally Mae. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got no loans or nothing from this or whatever. And I just, and I just used it to my advantage or whatever. So now that I'm teaching my son, like how to edit, how to shoot, you know, um, cameras, you know, stuff like that or whatever. So I would just say take That's on the challenge. Smart. Right. No, that's very smart. And what's so? What's next for you and your son now? What's what's uh, up next for you uh, guys? What's next? Um, well, we do a whole lot of events for us. His uh, his his community, you know, with his heart condition and stuff like that. So you know, we got a few of like a few meet and greets we got coming up. He is in a well, he's he's not in, but he's starring in another movie. So we just wait for production. We just wait for production for that to like rev on up and get started and stuff. I just talked to the producer um, a few weeks ago, so hopefully, cross our fingers that we could get started this year. You know, with movies, it's crazy, man. You know, you know, you can have a movie, you be all ready for it. And then, you know, you don't start shooting until like two, three years later. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm like, oh my gosh, like, like we were, I feel like we've been waiting forever, you know, just to, you know, get this thing going. But roughly, like I said, a little local events, you know, with this on uh, his charity and stuff like that, um, that we, we help out from time to time, like children hospital stuff and meet and greets and stuff. But um, really nothing too crazy right now. It just, the movie and a bunch of uh, meet and greets and, you know, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think what else we got. I think that's it. You know, he does like the 5K you know, almost every year as well, like with the uh, medical need kids out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's right. really, really good. I love that. Yeah, so try. before I let you go, go ahead and plug your podcast because, you know, my people <laughs> need to listen to you. <laughs> um, yes, it is called My Son and I Podcast. You know, you can find us on uh, Instagram. YouTube, roughly almost all the podcast platforms is my son and I, and you can also follow us with um, on my son's Instagram page. It's my um, the life. I'm sorry, the life of Chase Elijah, and Chase is spelled C H A C E. So the life of Chase Elijah and his Instagram and YouTube as well. The life of Chase Elijah. So cute. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I'm so happy that you were, you know, you said yes. So I was like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say hi and see if you respond. Right, right. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how, um, cause like, again, we just started our, our, 
podcast or whatever. So we don't have that massive following as we have for his um, The Life of Chase Elijah. But when people hit us up on The Life of Chase Elijah, they say the same thing. They be like, man, they be DMing me. And they be like, oh my God, like you reply back. I'm like, yes, you know, I, I can't get to everyone, but you know, I do see, you know, I be in my DMs from time to time and, you know, I try to reply back. And normally this always acts about um, health related issues and concerns and stuff like that. But they just be like to the floor. They feel like we are like beyond celebrities because that's what they call us, like celebrities. But I'm like, I'm just a dad. Like, I'm just a yeah, dad. Like, I'm just a dad. A kid. <laughs> right, I'm just trying to raise this kid the best way I can or whatever. But sometimes when they see us out in public, they just go crazy. I'm like, what? Like, oh my gosh. Like, me? Us? Like, no. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I'm still not like used to it. And it's been like for like this for like years, man. So and I always tell my son just to be thankful and humble, man. You know, so because a lot of his classmates, they don't even know what we'd be going through. I'm like, yes, you're just a kid. Be that and have fun. But when one of them find out, like, oh my gosh, I saw you on a commercial. And they're like, <laughs> what chase? Chase you on a commercial? And they're like, Well, yeah, I got a YouTube. You got a YouTube, and then that that that'd be it. That'd be it. That's but it. normally, yeah, normally he just, you know, be a normal kid and just enjoy life, man. So. Well, I'm right. super grateful. Thank you. Man. <laughs> and Thank I hope Thank you for joining me this week on Mom's No Expert Podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Mom's No Expert Podcast and share this show with your friends. Don't forget to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode.